Let us read Genesis 22. It happened after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, he said, here I am. He said, take your son, your only son, whom you love, even Isaac, and go into the land of Moriah. Offer him there for a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will tell you of. Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. He split the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place far off. Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go yonder. We will worship and come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. He took in his hand the fire and the knife. They both went together. Isaac spoke to Abraham, his father, and said, My father, he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Here is the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they both went together. They came to the place which God had told him of. Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on the wood. Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to kill his son. The angel of Yahweh called to him out of the sky and said, Abraham, Abraham. He said, here I am. He said, don't lay your hand on the boy, neither do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, seeing that you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked and saw that behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham called the name of that place Yahweh Jireh, which means Yahweh is my provider. As it is said to this day, in Yahweh's mountain it will be provided. The angel of Yahweh called to Abraham a second time out of the sky and said, I have sworn by myself, says Yahweh, because you have done this thing and not withheld your son, your only son, that in blessing I will bless you. And in multiplying, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heavens and as the sand which is on the seashore. Your seed will possess the gate of his enemies. In your seed will all the nations of the earth be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. Abraham lived at Beersheba. It happened after these things that it was told Abraham saying, Behold, Milcah, she has also borne children to your brother Nahor. Uz, his firstborn, Buz, his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel became the father of Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also bare Tibar, Gaham, Tahash, and Ma'aka. This is an interesting chapter. It's the testing of Abraham. God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son 
uh, on the Mount Moriah. And this is a chapter that has caused all sorts of interesting discussions because people think, how on earth could God ask someone to sacrifice a son? It just sounds so barbaric. It sounds so unlike God. And um, so we can hardly talk about all the aspects of this in 10 minutes. But let me just share a few things with you. First of all, all the religions of the day, all the cults and the sects and all the nations all practiced child sacrifice. So when Abraham heard that, he wasn't hearing God ask for anything that lots of gods didn't ask for. It didn't seem to him out of the ordinary. Like if God said that to you right now, you'd know straight away, oh no, God doesn't want that. And we know that God actually didn't want that because God told him to stop. He said, don't harm the boy. God was testing him, but God never intended for the boy to be harmed. But Abraham didn't know. And that was because of the culture all around him. And so that's the first point. And um, now another point is that this was an illustration of what God was going to do in giving up his own son. So even though God didn't um, allow Abraham to sacrifice his own son, God actually didn't spare his own son for us. And do you notice that in the story that Isaac carried the wood up the mountain, just like Jesus carried the cross up the mountain? This mountain where the sacrifice took place, Mount Moriah, is the same mountain where Jesus died on the cross, the same mountain. So we've got here this symbolism of of having to sacrifice a son. And this son, this is an illustration to us of what would happen much later of God giving his son for us. And of course, Isaac says to his dad, you know, where's the sacrifice? And Abraham says, God will provide. And that's exactly what happened. God provided for us a sacrifice, Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of our sins. Thank God. It's so wonderful. But we've also got the testing of Abraham and, and, and God did this as a test. And um, some people think that this was the testing of his faith. And in a kind of a way it was, but Abraham had already had so much faith up to this point that he trusted God. And it says in the book of Hebrews that he kind of figured that God was going to raise his son back from the dead because um, God had already made promises that this is the son. This is through this boy that your that your you know inheritance is going to your heritage is going to come. So Abraham already knew that God had a plan for this boy, so he trusted God. Um, I think I think the test was of a slightly different type. I think the test was. Um, a test of what Abraham valued. And um, for example, you know, we have later in the Bible this, this uh, story of Job, where Job is accused of only following God for what God would do for him. And um, so all these terrible things happen to Job. You know, all, everything that Job has is taken away. And when it's all taken away, we find out is Job going to follow God because he loves God or is he only following God because God blesses him? And when everything's taken away from Job, he says, you know, um, he, he continues to praise the Lord saying, you know, may the name of the Lord be praised. And we find out that Job was following the Lord genuinely. He had genuine fear of God. And so here we've got a test. Is Abraham only following God because God's good to him? 
because God blesses him? Or is Abraham actually a follower of the Lord because he loves the Lord? And what we find out is that he loves the Lord. And the angel says, you know, now that I know you fear the Lord. And this is, so this is the test. It's a test of faith, yes, but it's a test also of what you love, what you value. And um, so we, we should ask ourselves this question. You know, do we only follow God because he blesses us? What if we lost everything? What if we lost our family? What if we lost our friends? What if we lost our job? What's the most important thing you have in your life right now? What if it was taken away? Would you still love God or would you blame God? Would you stop following him if you lose the things he's blessed you with? And so it's in, it's in these moments when things are not going right that we find out where our true love lies. So here in this, the testing of Abraham, we, we are shown an illustration of Jesus giving it all for us. And the, the real implication is we should give it all for him. So Father, I ask you to bless all those who are watching this video today or listening, and I pray power would be upon them. Help us to pass the same test that Abraham did. Help us to have allegiance to Christ that's, that's loved far beyond any earthly thing. Lord, that nothing is loved more than Christ. I ask that we would have the faith of Abraham. So Lord, bless us, strengthen us. Let us find ourselves in him. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen.